Okay, you gotta introduce yourself so people know who you are. And you could just say I'm your name you. and where I'm you from. You <laughs> uh-huh. Your name I'm and where you from. The real name or the nickname? The nickname. You don't have to say your real name. Oh, Annie. That's it. Annie and I'm from Oakland. What part of Oakland, what part of Oakland are you from? East. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thank you for your, thank you for. No, you're not from Alameda. You from Alameda County. You're not from Alameda. You got to say East Oakland. Oakland is big. They could think you from San Leandro. I didn't say San Leandro. I said Oakland. Some people think they from San Leandro think they from Oakland. No, that's not true. If you're from San Leandro, that's what you say you from. Yep. Agree. Well, thanks, Mom, for what being on the podcast. What is this for, Huh? What is this for? This is our podcast called Hood Rat to Head Rat. I would just want you to say a couple words, you know, about Mother's Day, what it's like to be a mother. It's great to be a mother. It's wonderful. It's Why? It's a beautiful day. It makes your life complete. <laughs> it does. Why does it? I guess that's a good point. It makes you happy. What if you don't like you know, your kids? <laughs> Everybody else says stuff like that. Some people don't. Some people don't have good relationships. It's not... Everybody doesn't have a good relationship with their children. Well, I have one with mine. I love all three of my kids. Okay. And my grandbaby. Yes, you a, a mother twice over, or four times over now. Yeah. Or five times. What advice would you give to new parents and new moms? You take care of your kids, love your kids, watch your kids. Yes. And all times help them through the bad times and the good times. Yeah. Stick by them 100%. Yeah. Erica said, should they know that black lives matter when they kids or when they get older? Yeah. Now. <laughs> no justice, no peace. Right now. No justice, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. What would you like to do for Mother's Day? I don't know. Shawty called me today and was talking about they were trying to figure out something maybe for Saturday or whatever because I'm working on Mother's Day. I said, I like to go to Texas Roadhouse. Shout out to my... You go there all the time. You do go there all the time. Oh, last question. What was your favorite thing about your mom? What was the favorite thing about mom? That she was... That I had the greatest mom in the world. Everybody says that. Everybody says their mom is a great... She didn't have a lot, but whatever she has, she would give. She would even give brother stuff all the time. Yeah. And mama always stuck with us. Yeah. Always. Got me my first job. I didn't like it, but that was a job.
that day because, you know, I always see thank you, my mom. I said, man, you know, Bill is gone because I know you, but he always is over here on Mother's Day because you don't remember last year we went to see the dramatic. Y'all did. Wish he didn't have to go on Mother's Day. I know. That's what I told him. That don't make no sense. This Mother's Day, I, that's my day. I shouldn't have to work. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be sure I work one day every I work. I said that I work, and I didn't get off till 3 o'clock. My phone, my feet was so cold. I was just, oh. And what time did you uh, start working? Just 4 o'clock. 4 a.m.? Yeah. I was saying, all the way to 3 hours, I was just, oh. Yeah, you shouldn't have stayed that long. Like You got to get your paper and get your issue. Well, thanks for being on our podcast. Say something else. Hey, Erica. Hi. Y'all can keep speaking. Does this work? Is this a good sound? Is the volume good? Should I get in closer? You should get in. I should get in much closer like this? Yes, much, much. Does this sound like my radio voice? It does. I love a radio voice. Oh, do I sound like Teresa Randall? From Girl 6? I love Teresa Randall. Is that the character name? Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't her character name. Is that her real name? That's her actress name. Oh, yeah, from Girl 6. She was hot. What's Girl 6? I know, she was so sexy. I wanted to be her. About the call girls, you sound just like her. Can you come lay down, Harper? Can you lay down? Oh, Harper's Harper. lady. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hood Rap to Hair Rap. You know how we do. I just wanted to say that again, but nobody responded. In a way that <laughs> we do. We say, you know you how just we give do. some type of response to us we type of laugh. Okay. It's like, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, man. This comes. Hi, everybody. Hi. All right, welcome to another episode of Hood Rap to Head Rap. We have a special. The specialist. The spe- the most special, the most extraordinary Specialer. episode coming your way. It is long overdue. We are in the mix right now. I love saying I'm in the mix. A nigga is in the mix. We are in the mix right now <laughs> with L. Hearns. If you don't know about L. Hearns, you need to know. And right I'll, have, I'll have L. Hearns' official bio in the description of the episode, but what can I say about L that hasn't already been said? L is is the the hope and the and the example of what we need in the world today. That's true. Um, L is just somebody who can take it. It's like everything and everybody else is late, and L is the way, mm-hmm. and that's just the reality. And these cheekbones are not a game, but you can't see them. You can't see the cheekbones. We ain't got no pictures, but. You can follow L at Soul Free Dreams yeah. on Instagram it's, and on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but no, L Hines is the executive director and founder of the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. I know some of y'all have heard about Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter Global Network. And people talk about erasure all the time and talk about, yeah, this thing getting erased and this person is getting erased. But that that's an actual thing. Um L is, is, if you think about Black Lives Matter, you can't think about Black Lives Matter or talk about Black Lives Matter without talking about L. Hearns. So that's that's just the reality. So the movement is sitting in the room with us in Flatbush, yes. in the mix. 
I'm honored to be here. What up? What up? What up? What up, everybody? <laughs> I always wanted to do that. Did that sound like, like an official? Yes. Did it sound like an official drop on the radio? Because yes. That's been my lifelong dream. So thank you, Martin. Uh, this is my spiritual guide and my spiritual leader. Oh and yeah, man. My, and my justice leader and my movement leader. What would it's I do the without these I folks? Follow. No, that's yes. it. I'm following y'all. I'm just. Also, so happy to be here. It's so weird because I talk to them all the time, That's but now true. that right now we're on the radio, it's so good. I'm being very formal. People I'm like, oh wow, like the radio eldest, the podcast. Same difference for a black girl, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I'm like, I'm talking into a mic, nigga. I don't talk to you into That's a true. mic when I'm true. talking to That's you true. normally. I always tell y'all about game. I prime y'all for game. So this is the game that that needs to be exchanged. You know, this is the game that. <laughs> You know, get you rearranged. Oh, yeah. You understand Come what on. I'm saying? So. When it's late at night, Ebony really just turns on. So that's what you are pressing to right He's now. He's spitting hot shit right and now. You feel like I'm quiet. Ella's a Gemini. Ebony is a Gemini. Yes. It's Gemini Square. It's an e, e. Wait, hold up. It's E cubed, but it's Gemini mm. Square. It's E cubed and it's a all E. So if you hear the Sagittarius retreat a little bit, it's late. <laughs> And she's tired. She all right. Uh, but she's here. She's going to chime in. She gets all of her energy from these two Geminis. But awesome. the E's, we're bookending you, so we, we got we, you. You yeah. are. We got you. And you we are. also have Harper. It's a dog, but so it's not going to work out to introduce Harper. But My baby is here. He says <laughs> hi to the people. Yes. <laughs> the cutest. What the hell is Harper again? A doodle poodle? Harper is a toy poodle. So yeah. cute. Toy mini poodle. Harper he, looks like a teddy bear. But he looks like animated. the ASOS coat. He's the that you get off ASOS. He is a high-end luxury dog. It's true. Yes. It's true. And I don't want to hear no, no. white people mouths about no. the origins don't of the people. Don't y'all say nothing about poodles. no dog, uh, don't shop. Don't y'all message us about that. No, the origin is Harper came right from his mother's womb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's, that's right. That's all you need that's to know. That's exactly where know. the dog came from. It's true. <laughs> so we just want to so we'll, we'll, if y'all are just now joining us, hit right to if y'all joining us you know and have not joined us prior this may be y'all first episode or y'all been binging like game of thrones or what have you whatever whatever the situation case may be you watch game of thrones i don't but i watched one episode and those white people really had me enamored i was really excited about their lust for killing there's a lot of lust for lots of violence yeah all the violence incest is everything in there sexual violence all the microcosms of how white people it was like kentucky in 1600 shout out to kentucky Shout, Shout out, out to, to Kentucky. Kentucky. It's like Kentucky. No shade. It's like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah. It's a lot going right on. Right in the throat. Right, right in the throat. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did they say? The world is full of terror. It's not the, the night. The night is dark and full of terror. The night is dark and full of terror. I gotta get hip. I you gotta, gotta get, get hip. You don't need to watch that show. I had a Tinder match. He a Tinder match like told me I I could be his Daenerys. Oh, that's that's, that's not weird. And it weird. freaks me out because I was like, well, ain't she boning her family? Like, no, no, she no. Doesn't. Well, now she is. Now she is. Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow's her. That's true. I was like, it's you spoilers. can't. I wouldn't do nothing that, like that's that. Spoiler. That's nasty. Oh. It's also weird. Like, that's not no game. That's not finna get you. That's it's, not something yeah. you should pull. Don't reference white part. people when trying to, you yeah. know. <laughs> Mac okay, on me. Like yeah, it's that. not Mac. It's also mm. not real. So it's true. It's, it's fake. It's true. I feel like if 
use an actual character, then that's different. But you're an uh, actual maybe person. Maybe from a book or something you could I mean, throw. Or maybe like a Julia Roberts character. Like, I feel like she's always... Really like Julia Roberts? I don't feel like Julia Roberts, but I feel like she relates to my experiences in a particular way. You know, okay. like, uh, still Magnolia's Julia Roberts. Got it. Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, Julia Roberts. Like... There's something oh, relatable. Back. Now, Elle is from Ohio. So it's you're true. hearing the Ohio now it's and true. the, the oh, verseness Magnolia. of the knowing of the Julia Roberts. It's movies. true. We love is Lifetime. No. Ebony no. doesn't know any white people. It's so all Christina Applegate and they all a single white female. Now, who was <laughs> the one? Christina Applegate who? is from Married with Children and Anchorman. I've never who seen Anchorman. Who was the Anchorman. one in single, hilarious. Who was the one in single white female? Sharon Stone, I think. No, no it was, it was just a white lady. Oh, no, she, she was a no, no she name. well known. She well known. In single white female? Yes, where she stole that baby. Uh, Natasha Hensrich. I'm just you throwing out white people names. <laughs> That's not <her> <laughs> Alicia Silverstone? No. Single white. Um, no, Alicia Silverstone was in that in that crazy I'm a teenager who's obsessed with the jawbreaker. Alicia Silverstone is in Clueless. Single white female. No, but we're talking about crazy white lady movies. Oh, crazy white lady movies. Oh, and I single shouldn't single white, white Crazy female? is ableist, so I shouldn't Bridget say crazy. Fonda. So Bridget forgive Fonda. me. Bridget Fonda? What? Harper. <laughs> Harper has made a. Le- Harper that was really, amazing. He wants to be on the radio. So the dog jumped up How on the did, table. Where did he jump from? Bark. That was Can he bark on command? No, he okay. can't bark on command. I'm trying to make it. Wait, but what was the movie? Single. It's Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. That's interesting. All right, well, Julia Roberts it is. So, you know. Still Magnolias. If you're trying to speak game, game. reference Julia Roberts. It it might make me somewhat interested. interested. So, we didn't already prime y'all for the DMs right now. Sure. Period. No eggplants. Just talk to me about Julia Roberts. No eggplants. No eggplants and a little water. No unsolicited eggplants. A little water drops after the eggplants. So (laughs) if y'all are not familiar with Hood Rat to Hair Rat, you know, uh, I guess, do we tell them about ourselves? It's hella late as fuck, We can do it later. Nah, we're going to tell y'all right now because I ain't going back and editing this. Thank you. Well, one, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, and we'll all just go around and just say our name. So I'm Ebony Donnelly. I'm from Deep East Oakland. If you don't know, you can't go. You already know the situation. How'd that go? Um, <laughs> and, um, but you're going to go anyway. You're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go anyway. <laughs> um, and that's about all I feel like disclosing and being forthcoming with about myself on this episode. But it's not a destination. It's not like a hood rap. You... You was a hood rat, and then you started wearing hood head wraps and started listening to Erica Badu circa nineteen ninety five. You didn't do all that. You just I'm a hood rat, and and I'm a head rat. Yeah, Erica, who are you? <laughs> I wear a For lot people? of head wraps. My name is Erica. Um, <laughs> my pronouns are she they. You can you uh, you probably live where I'm from. I'm from Severn, Maryland. Um, the suburb. Nobody lives there. What do you mean? Tony Braxton is from Severn. Tony Braxton is from Severn, Maryland. We are the Braxtons, and we're sure that you It's something, their theme song. Sing, Elle. Elle can also, I didn't tell y'all this, Elle can also sing. <laughs> this is sing. actually true. But facts. no, Erica, back to your bio. Severn, Maryland, the suburbs. You you can go. You can go if you want to. I'm not it's going not no more. There. I'm not going. Okay. <laughs> it's a skating rink that's defunct. Hey, it's, it's not defunct. <laughs> it's not defunct. It's a great skating rink. Fun fact: I I once walked across a major highway to go to the skating rink when I um 
literally lied to my family and said that I was going to be like in my room because they said I was punished. I, I literally walked across the highway to get to the skating rink. Friday How old night. were you? Uh, eleven. She's been living on the wild side for mm-hmm. a really long yeah. time. Wild side. That's your suburban people. Wild side. That's true. We're just desperate to get out. Have y'all seen thirteen? What is it called? Thirteen? All those white kids in the suburbs acting a damn fool. Thirteen. No, it yeah, sounds like that, Oh, that's me. a lifetime movie. Minus mm. the cursing at the parents. Similar. I, I recognize a lot of that stuff. You cursed at your parents? I no, said minus. minus. Yeah. Oh, yes. minus. Yeah, yeah, they cursed at their parents. I was about no to way. say, I don't know how she's still here, y'all. Yeah. Yes, Cause... no way. No way, no how. I can't even do that now as an adult. I think I said shit once in front of my dad. And he was like, why would you say that? You <laughs> I was like, it, I think, you... Oh, no, no, no. I said half... one year I got drunk <laughs> with my first boyfriend. <laughs> New Year's. And I texted every, you know, when you do the, all the mass texts. And I included my dad and my stepmom in the text, and it said "Happy fucking New Year." And he was pissed that I said that. I was like, "Dad, it's like I was happy. It's an expression. You never heard fuck like what?" Is you, he was I hope mad. you didn't read double I down. Didn't, I didn't it. say fucking. Okay. Good. I said you never heard the f word. You know, I was like twenty two. El, tell it us about bad. yourself and your suburban upbringing. Yes, suburban. I'm just, none I'm none just praying Ohio, that Erica's father is not listening because. <laughs> No, I don't no. want him or anyone else to think that I say anything bad. <laughs> Erica says all the bad things just for says me. says nigga and bitch. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I say nigga. Ella just, Ella just says I say nigga bitch. And bitch. That's it. She don't say no other cuss words but nigga and bitch. Sometimes I say fuck. Occasionally. But typically, or, or I'll say bitch ass nigga. Ass. With the ass is added. Yes. Bitch ass nigga. Bitch Because yeah, sometimes it's a lot of bitch ass nigga of, behavior. Yes, everywhere. See? Everywhere. You know, See, everywhere. Dad, I'm not, not, what is they saying? I call it purple. See, dad, everybody, everybody. Sinners are, no, sinners, sinners are, are saints, saints too. Sinners are saints too. And that's a great way to segue to my bio. Yeah. Sinners are saints. And I Here certainly you. am a saint who is a sinner. I am uh, so happy to be here. Elle Hearns. Uh, courtesy of Columbus, Ohio, by way of a lot of other places like New York City and Washington, D.C. Yes. You know, my pronouns are she, her. And yeah, I run a lot of things. Yes. But most importantly, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute is Ooh, my daytime, my nighttime um, lifelong vision for so many things. Yeah. And super excited to have that as you know what most people can associate me with yes yeah among many other things certainly yes yes, yes. but so, my most proud association totally is the Marsha p johnson institute yes, yes. it's my most proud association as well yes. i'm associated so I always talk about the Marsha P. Johnson in the sense of like, you know how all black people be like, we need to all come together. That's our only hope for coming together is the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. So that's all the black people of all the worlds. Yes. So that that's that's what I prophesy for it. So that's a good introduction into some of the things that we'll be talking about today, which is Mother's Day is finna come up. Mother's Day is coming up. I don't know what people think about Mother's Day. But I figure it's a, a, a prominent enough capitalist scheme that we could mm-hmm. at least have some type of conversation about it, about motherhood and mothering and all of this stuff, which is for Erica, doesn't really like talking about it. Mm. So, But it was your idea to have an episode <laughs> about it. I just thought it would be important 
to talk about Mother's Day from a person who mourns their mother on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mother's Day for folks who are mourning their parent, maybe you didn't call them their your mother, um, can be, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Even a capitalist scheme is still, there's still commercials, there's still people selling flowers. You walk mm-hmm. into any sort of store, they have some sort of sell, like sale to sell you something to give to a mother. Mm-hmm. So it's triggering. And I just wanted to have a conversation around our relationship with our mothers, like mm-hmm. to honor them, what that has looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's not someone in the traditional sense of a mother. Mm-hmm. Not tra- I don't want to say traditional, but the, I guess, um, mainstream sense of mm-hmm. a mother or a bio quote unquote sense of a mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to open up hold space for folks to kind of have a a conversation that they could be a part of that's not like I love my mom and that's you know what I mean like it's right. it can be it's, it's hard right I love the graciousness of Erica having trepidation around like engaging the mm-hmm. topic but also being like I think we should talk about it yeah. Yeah. so I appreciate um, I just I'm appreciative of offerings and gifts and I think yeah. Oftentimes, black people, especially black women, black femmes, are offering ourselves to mm-hmm. each other and also to the world in ways that people just overlook. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I just wanted to just name that I hear you mm-hmm. in the things that you are considering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate those things. Of course, I have a black mom. So I'm thinking about like, I had this thought one day. I was like, you know, black people, mothers could like, you know, do any number of horrible things to them, but you still don't let nobody talk about them. Oh, or, like, yeah. even yeah. yourself. Like, even you'll start to police your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Legitimate thoughts are like, oh, my mom did something hella fucked up. Or she was hella neglectful. I had those thoughts, and I'd be and like, And then you check yourself. Because like, this is your mama. Right. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? But then it's also like a... Is it a, a function of trauma, a function of abuse? Is it a function of... Like, cultural? Cultural, or is it just like... The, the reverence that we have for our mothers because it's one of the only kind of indomitable things that it in a sense of like in a constantly anti-black world where death is always right around the corner that yeah. can instantly be taken away from you or just it's like the only it's like the real connection like I'm at a point in my life where I'm super distrustful of most human beings so I'm like I'm starting to defer back to my mother as like a a, a safer space of some sort mm. of it's like sacred damn, yeah, mm-hmm. even her fucked upness at times is like I can't expect it. Mm-hmm. It's not and even surprising. that feels sacred. Yeah, because it's like your mom is the only place where you really go to kind of like excuse a mistake. Yes, mm-hmm. or at least for me and my experiences. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about just even like the morning. I think Mother's Day has always just been such an essential holiday for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up like with my father Mm -hmm. and so my mom was like you know our all and our everything yeah and so part of the morning that i do actually in mother's day even though my mother is alive is Mm -hmm. literally i think remembering the parts of my mom that the world did not allow her to like explore or to experience Mm -hmm. um and i think i experienced that as someone who gets to access the world in a very different way than my mom did. Yeah. And so I mourn for her in those ways of, of wishing that I could offer more 
to her because one, the world didn't offer it. And two, I think, I just feel like she deserves that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think moms <clears throat> really are just the source of so much of the world's energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that anything that is good in the world typically came from a mother figure in some form, whether it was yes. a direct you know, relationship to your own parental or some outside influence. I think that, you know, black women in particular are always mothering in ways that people certainly take, you know, for granted. And I might be talking about people taking things for granted because I know that I mother constantly, (laughs) including niggas that I'm fucking who often don't even consider the experiences that I'm having as a whole woman in the world who is constantly birthing and breathing life into people. And so, you know, I mourn during Mother's Day for lots of reasons, but I Mm -hmm. think as it pertains to my mom, it's like I mourn and I also celebrate that, you know, her life has been connected to mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And for whatever experiences we've had, good or bad, it certainly has been, I think, one of the greatest, most terrifying joys. Yeah. Um, because nothing else does feel that sacred. So when there is a mistake, <clears throat> nothing rattles, you know, my world more than like the foundation, you know. So yeah. my mom is really, you know, she's everything. And I I just I'm always like, is there any way to really ever repay a mom or to really in this life celebrate? Celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also thinking about my mom, like, I, I always wanted to ask her, though I doubt that she would answer it, like, what did you want to do before you became a mom? Hmm. Or, like, did you mm-hmm. ever, like, what did you want to, quote, unquote, be when you grow up? Like, what what are some of the things that you ideate around wanting to do or having wanted, or having wanted to do? You know, it's almost like this thing where uh, when you become a mother or you become a parent of any sort, it's like your life ends. And I feel like maybe my mother had it that like, well, that she always say that like, you know, when I, when you have kids, the parties is over, mm-hmm. even though she was still going out pretty much every night. It's like your life, <laughs> yeah. like your life right. becomes your kids, yeah. yeah. you know? And so sometimes you don't actually have like a great escape. You know, yeah. I remember just growing up, my mom's great escape was literally like her music. Same. You know, and so I developed yeah. this great love for music because yeah. it was the only escape my mom had, but... You know, at night when we were supposed to be asleep, you know, she would have her joy. And in a lot of ways, it was like we were having a joint experience because, granted, she was having her experience by herself. But I certainly was partaking, you know. So, yeah, I hate that for a lot of what we understand about mothering and moms is how much mothering revolves around everyone else as mm-hmm. opposed to it for revolving themselves. around yes. it for them. And how much them. labor they do. So much labor. Mm-hmm. So much labor. So much labor. And it's not nothing like my mom had a very tumultuous relationship with her mother mm. and it was very similar to what you were saying. It's like that relationship was tumultuous but I had no idea. <clears throat> mm-hmm. As a kid I didn't know until I was much older because they never made it evident. Evident, yeah. Now I'll be very clear, my grandmother was a jerk. Like, my grandmother was you an asshole. Yeah. And I say that because... I think I, a lot of grandmothers from a particular time yes. were that way. But I, I still hear people talking about their grandmas, and they're like, oh my god, I love my grandma. My grandma's so great. And so I don't nurturing. have that experience. Like, my grandmother and I are very distant. 
Yeah. So I'm always fascinated because I'm like, I don't have, I don't have that experience. And I don't know if it's just, I don't know what that is or what women from that, the sixties were experiencing where they had strained relationships and very hard, very critical relationships with their daughters. I don't know what that is, but it's something that I think as it relates to grandparents, I've certainly had a different relationship to mother's day and my grandmother than I certainly do my mom. Yes. I think, you know, in a lot of ways I would love to consider my grandmother because she is my mother's mom, but because of their relationship, I don't know if that it's possible. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I feel like we often have to choose a side. Yeah. In so many scenarios. And I'm like, you know, I'm never gonna bite the hand that fed me. And so um and I don't know if a lot of that has to do with what it was like for young women who were having children. I don't know how old your grandmother was when she had your I think your she mom. Was, I don't remember. Mm. Like in her twenties? Probably. She finished high school. She graduated mm. from high school, so she probably wasn't and yeah. I remember her grad I don't know why I remember her high school graduation picture so vividly. But it's she wasn't lit. pregnant, right. right? So, but my my mother is a middle child, so my oh. there's an older brother. Um, but they didn't have right. They didn't have a good relationship at mm-hmm. all. So also, and I have a lot of friends in my life who don't have good relationships with their moms as well. Mm. And this is a a hard day because they have to pretend like they like, like that. Things person. are great, yeah. Right, and they have to be in their presence and celebrate them, even though they don't really. There's things that are unresolved, even mm-hmm. maybe even uh-huh. currently, yeah. that they have to sit in the presence of them and celebrate. That or, really sucks. Yeah, or, they, or they've been neglectful, and now you're celebrating this person who probably never celebrated, celebrated you. you. That's um, attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I have found, and I think maybe queer and trans folks can relate. Yes. I don't know, but I found that to be, you know, one of the, the tension points. Mm-hmm. You know, growing older is like, Damn, I have really been celebrating so many people who have never considered yes. celebrating me in the same yes. way. Yes. yes. And, you know, as it pertains to your mom, that's always difficult. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like you don't want to be celebrated by anybody, but maybe, you know, a lover in your mama. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like that's it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think my I don't know, Mother's Day is just such an interesting, mm-hmm. honest place. I also just it been is so very honest. It's raw. It's just, a raw day. I ain't gonna lie. I'm thinking more so about just also labor. I don't think we ever consider the labor of our ancestors. I think we just think of our ancestors as people who pass away and, you know, who are in the sky. But I'm like, you know, our ancestors spirits are still living and still doing work and not only protecting and manifesting dreams for us, but they're still manifesting their own dreams. And so that's just been such a thing that I've been considering you know, so long in my own kind of like great privilege to still have my mom present. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, in in the experiences of others, you know, I have a cousin who um, her, her father committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the biggest things for us was just more so like, you know, how are we holding like not only like remembrance, but like holding the fact that this, the dreams were planted and yeah. are still here. Yeah. So I think about that as it relates to like 
mothering and mothers who are not here and just all of the great ancestors that we also just yeah don't consider because they're no longer present mm-hmm. in the physical it's like yeah i think i also struggle with that i mean with also ramadan kareem and ramadan mubarak for those who are observing so that's a that's a, another uh, sort of aspect of this episode is that a lot of people ask me you know how is it that you know you're able to be christian and able to sort of live or, or have some sort of faith-based identity. I don't know if I would really consider myself Christian. I, I'm interested in what Elle thinks about that. <laughs> um, I follow Christ's teaching. I don't think I'm Christian in the sense of the popularized term of what a Christian is. To me, a Christian is a white person. I don't always mm. think about Christians as black people. I How are you connecting that to this, this I'm connected oh, to the yeah. ancestor piece because I'm like it's gonna come back. It all comes back. Gemini. A gen two Gemini's in the centuries. I was like, I'm with you, Gemini bookend. Yeah. But that's my thing. We bookend you. But that's what I'm saying. It's like I struggle with the ancestor piece because I'm like, what if my ancestor had no dreams? Mm. What if they had so no aspirations because of the circumstances mm-hmm. that caused them to have an untimely demise mm-hmm. or to suffer some type of death that made them an ancestor? Maybe they was too early mm-hmm. and they transitioned. Oh, I love this because my thing is, if mothers had no aspirations, it's so good. Are they or are they not worthy of our celebration? Oh, are they or so are they good. not worthy of our love? Yeah. And I think that is the biggest piece for me is have we actually made peace with where our mothers are? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I think that's the thing is like, you know, I think we are constantly always motivating ourselves to have the answers as opposed to we are okay with what we already know period you know Mm -hmm. maybe your mother will not be whoever you think she is in your mind but does that change the experience of of what you're having with her yeah so that's always where Mm -hmm. i am with the experiences that i'm having you know with my mom and also with other other women in the world because i'm not so naive to think that my mother is the only one who has influenced me. Right. Period. You know, um, especially if you have the opportunity to be loved by multiple black women, you are being loved and taught so many different things continuously. So it's not even only my mother that I consider during Mother's Day. It's like, it's other women. It's other femmes. Um, And it, it also is I'm going into some charty, yeah. charty territory, charty, but I'm like, up. you know, I'm being very specific to gender because it is a holiday that is extremely gendered. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that is a result of capitalism or if that is a result of, of honor. I'm not sure which mm. one it's in relationship to, because mm-hmm. I also trust that the way that I celebrate Mother's Day is very different than the way white people celebrate Mother's Day. Yeah, I don't know how they celebrate. I don't know how they celebrate anything. I think also, yeah, about the gender piece too. Yeah, I mean, I do think that it's important to honor the folks that fight for the identity of mother that don't ever get considered mother Mm -hmm. because of how they express their gender or how they're wherever their gender identity or who their babies are because harper is definitely my child that is a very good point i don't i in all seriousness i do not think that like um pet parents get enough and i'm not saying that just at all like i don't Mm -hmm. think that they get enough honor um 
in in the least bit and it yeah. is it is like it's like a child mm-hmm. and that that pet provides a lot of mental like stability and support for you mm-hmm. so i think it is important to lift it up and it's like you are taking care of a whole ass animal mm-hmm. like, on a regular basis so yes please props for the pet and that's parents. why i was thinking about like even y'all talking about y'all experiences of like wanting to be mothers and whatnot uh, like because yeah. l said something about that when you was over because l be at her house so yeah. oh yeah this ain't about, no pretend thing yeah like you we said really something kick about it. that that really touched me, like, around, like, what Harper provides almost, like, yes. in the interim until you, you know, have kids. Oh, yes. yeah. You know, yeah. Harper has really been, he's been a great introduction to mothering. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've mothered movements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've mothered men. I've mothered sisters. Yeah. Um, you know, I've pretty much mother everybody yeah. uh harper is the first time that i actually really had a choice yeah. mm-hmm. in mothering and so mm-hmm. you know one of the things that i wanted to really make sure i experienced before i left earth was i wanted to be a mother like that was a desire that i had and so harper really gave me the first <laughs> opportunity to do so which is why you know we are as close as we are yeah. um But yeah, you know, I didn't consider the attachment that I would have because in my mind, I was like, I'm just getting a dog. Mm -hmm. I'm just, but in. You know how black people, we talked about that with our dog, Smokey and Taco. It's true. What was the dog name, Smokey? Smokey and Peanut. Peanut. Shadow, Charlie. Mm -hmm. So I just thought I was getting another Peanut. I had no idea that Harper was really going to change the way that I interacted with the world. And so, you know, I do think that mothering a human is still something that I want to do. I think yeah. that, you know, for now, though, this is a great um, a great introduction to, yeah. you know, another dream. But, you know, I'm happy that this dream came yeah. <laughs> to life. You know, I knew when I was young, I always wanted to have a dog. Um, and in my mind, I always wanted a black dog just because I am black yeah you're uh, the same person and man. all things ebony also wanted a black dog it's true that's why that's my nigga ain't nothing like, like a black dog harper that's and just... i are the same complexion this is a black dog harper yeah. is a little lighter than harper i i try to stay away from <laughs> light-skinned shit <laughs> <laughs> just for the record harper no. is apricot i think um i think we do it, folks that are you know, may not use the term mother, right? Mm-hmm. But I've had children mm-hmm. that how we navigate the world. Because I don't know that I, I think I do want to be called mom. And I, I absolutely mm-hmm. positively want to I'm going to call me something else and watch me slap the right. taste out of. <laughs> do not call me Erica. Right. <laughs> Who you think I am? <laughs> but I, I, want, I absolutely am in not just a conversation about that, but actively looking to get pregnant. Um, so it's challenging for me to think about that as also a black person because of mm-hmm. what the, what medical institutions do to our bodies when we want to conceive. Right. Um, and just the whole space for the folks that we've lost to medical racism mm-hmm. who never got the opportunity to be mothers. Or maybe they were mothers. That, um, yes. Or yeah. maybe they were mothers and their life was taken as something mm-hmm. that I'm very present to as well. But it is, it's, it, you know, lately I've been... 
I've been thinking about how it's triggering for me to hear from cisgender people, cisgender heterosexual people who are like, oh, it was a oops baby. Or mm-hmm. it was like an accident. It was an accident. It wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. So that has been tripping me up because I can never have that experience. Yeah. I can never have an oops baby. Everything has to be a- absolutely down to the line. For certain. Planned. Mm-hmm. And I have to find someone to give me sperm to figure that. You know what I mean? It's never going to be something that I have with my partner. Like, it's just, it, it's all things that I'm thinking of constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and those privileges that I don't have. On top of also being scared for my life when I do actually have a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like that 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 is very present in the back of my mind that when we are pregnant, we are just seen as cattle because slavery mm-hmm. our ancestors have not left, right? Like you said, like they're still doing that labor. They're still very much present, but they're also their legacy is also very present mm-hmm. for white people to just continue to do violence towards us. Yes. So I that I'm scared, right? Mm-hmm. Um And I think that that has to be spoken to as well, that people may not want to mother in that sense anymore Mm -hmm. because of the fear of that. I think Um, that's important, but I mm -hmm. think also we we don't talk about the decision of uh, those who forego pregnancies. We don't talk about... To abort. We we don't even make the connection because it's like, well, you chose not to be a mother or you chose not to be this thing as opposed to what are the circumstances that we can honor for you making a decision that, you know, gave you the opportunity to choose you. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you honor this? How do you honor today how you take time for yourself Mm -hmm. if that was a decision that you didn't necessarily want to make it's true right maybe you made it and then that wasn't something you wanted to do or later in life you regretted it like i think that we have to hold space for regret yeah i don't and that's the thing about mother's day that i feel like again that's why it's like a very sort of capitalist white thing because we're not talking about people who chose to not have children or you know it didn't happen in the the sort of Hallmark commercial way, or even we're not thinking about teen pregnant. We're not thinking about teen. We're not thinking about teen pregnant. But we also the teen mothers. You know, it's very easy to talk about white people. Yes, it is. Yes. I tend to not like talking about white people because I feel like white people are always just going to be white people, Mm -hmm. and we know exactly what that's going to be. I think my thing is like. What are we doing about us? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the conversation that we need to have around Mother's Day and black people? Mm-hmm. And also how we are honoring this thing that does happen yeah. in our in mm-hmm. our community. Yeah. I think someone that just came to mind while you all were, like, talking, I'm just thinking about Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. and the different commentary that happened around uh, the birth of her daughter, Kavia, mm-hmm. and... And it's just something I'm like, you know, are we really championing black people yeah. in all Talk of the ways that, that we could? Mm-hmm. Because people don't know about that. I feel like there was a lot of conversation around validating or invalidating her experience as a woman who utilized the surrogate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And whether or not, you know, that was... Um, uh, whatever the PC term is, you can insert a word, you know, mm-hmm. a, 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 a real, a real, is, is a she real. a real mother, yeah, you know? Yeah, and so right. I think as these conversations are happening around 
like honoring or celebrating, mm-hmm. I think we also need to be very uh, vigilant around what we are critical of mm-hmm. and who's mothering and just all of these these concepts around love because it certainly influences the way that we embrace our culture yeah um or even create a culture that recognizes itself as inherently black yeah um so yeah it's just the thought that i was just having like you know we really have to stop disqualifying people from having access to all of the ways that we have been surviving and i think ultimately Mm. that's what mother's day is for me is an ultimate invitation for us to really celebrate the ways that black people have been surviving and in particular how black mothers have been creating, uh, sustaining and also offering life. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to Gabrielle union. I think I appreciate her strength. That's a very good point. Cause I don't think that we talk about surrogacy enough or even adoption. Mm -hmm. Like folks who had to give up, Mm-hmm. Um, their child for or foster whatever, children, or foster children. Yeah. but to to give your child for to the foster system to the foster system for whatever circumstance for whatever reason it doesn't matter you still are a mom mm-hmm. and I think that you you might divorce yourself of that you might be like oh I didn't raise them or I you know they're mm-hmm. not mine or surrogacy because I didn't carry they're not you already deal with that so that Gabrielle Union she's in the public eye so she's dealing with that I can only imagine folks who are not in the public eye and do surrogacy the opinions that your family and your friends would Mm -hmm. have about you maybe you don't hear them like to your face Mm -hmm. but they definitely they're definitely present it's why I don't believe in coming out Because I just feel like black people are always coming out of something. (laughs) Like, there's always a truth. And so, like, coming out is a very white experience. Because when you're poor or any of these circumstances of, you know, systems of oppression, if they have attacked you in any way, you are coming out and telling that part of your story. If you live them. If you don't live them, you are only living a fairy tale Mm -hmm. in regards to, like, a relationship that you assumed you could have but yeah. because of your life you will never have those but yeah. that's a whole nother thing um wow. it's just a lot of people in pop culture who like to associate themselves with a thing because it's cool yeah. when the reality is they've never it. had that experience like gender bending yeah, see, this gender bending conversation on twitter it's Lord. just a lot of white cisgender people in skirts and then we call it gender bending and they they don't they're just wearing it for for attention. They're just trying to associate themselves with something. Meanwhile, black trans women public. are being murdered. While nigga. they're in a skirt. Yes. Nigga. So, like, shout please. out to the binary. You know. Shout, shout out, out to the binary. Shout it's out to the binary. Out. It comes out. It continues to come out. It has yep. this coming out moment. All, every, it skips June, but most months. Yeah. Most months. Yeah. But yeah, uh, shout out to all those who are yeah. mothering across yes. the binary and not limiting the experiences of the people they love and the people that come from them. And I have a very Gemini thought. I'm thinking about a mother. Uh-huh. Mary. If you think about Mary, Mary, Jesus' mother... She oh, I thought really... she was like Mary J. Blige's no, mother. Mary J. Blige's <laughs> mother, us all. Yes, Absolutely. Except for me, because I can't. Erica doesn't like No Mary more Blige. drama. Oh, Whitney Houston. Uh-uh. Nah, 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 nah. And Whitney nah, Houston nah. had to get I'm mothered like, by Mary at I'm one like point. real love. Real love. That's true. Nah, nah. That's if you like Mary one Mary J. Blige song, you like them all. Uh-uh. That's true. That's not true. It's that's true. That's not true. I'll tell Blige. you who loved Mary. 
Jesus. Whitney Houston. I don't know. Whitney, Whitney Houston, Houston loved Mary. Y'all really? never seen that performance of Whitney and Mary at the Divas Live concert? Uh, well, afterwards, we'll be watching that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> afterwards, we'll y'all be never watching. seen but that. But see, this episode, because I said it's Ramadan, so this episode was also about, and people keep asking me, and about was somebody who I, I look to very much so as my spiritual sister, but also as somebody I look to. Oh, as a, and as I a, do identify yes. as a Christian. Yes, yes. Somebody <laughs> who identifies. Erica, I guess you're a Christian. Pseudo. I'm on the fence. Erica said, Erica is whatever the fuck Erica wants to be. Erica is whatever the fuck. That's true. I broke up with God. I broke up with God when I was like 15. We were kindling. But you know what happened? What happened? God didn't break up with you. Oh, my Lord. You friends on the Lord. I've been booking it by Christians. I've been booking it by Christians. You friends on the Lord. But this is the thing about Mary. (laughs) Wasn't Mary's pregnancy a surrogacy of some sort? How? I thought she carried. No, Mary carried. She carried that baby. I guess Mary also, didn't have sex up, with the nigga. Sir, sir, okay, so sir, sir, that's so a new form go. of sex. <laughs> this is all sex connected. educator. Can you tell us what that form of sex search. is? She didn't have sex. It's where you get pregnant and you're emerging. Oh, yeah. search. Yeah, search. I thought it was when you found a, a new search. hole to insert but something you know what? into. I was just thinking, virginity is is a fallacy. It's fake. Yeah. So that we say Mary was a virgin. Is it because are we just like like every Mary time, is a listen, virgin because every time I have sex, I'm losing my virginity okay. again. Just for the record. So is that what we're saying? Because we have perpetual virginities. Right, because tonight you'll lose yours. Oh, again! Look at the look wow. at. Wow. I, I, will I become a mother? Now, can I, y'all let me? Let me just tell you what happens when El Hearns <laughs> is a visitor <laughs> to your radio podcast show. Yeah, you have your identity <laughs> just re, it's rekindle true. itself. I bring but, a certain fire. But see, this is my thing too about <laughs> just everything. This is a Gemini thought, but it connects everything you're saying. That's where we're me and Christianity kind of like. On Easter and when I think about Jesus's birth, that's where I start to be like, I don't believe everything that the Bible says. And I think a lot of people are like, well, how could you be a Christian if you don't believe everything the Bible says? But I don't think the Bible charges people to believe it. I have a question. Yeah. (laughs) What's the question? Do you think that Mother's Day is a Christian holiday? No. No, it's a capitalist holiday. Why does it? It's it's always on a Sunday. Oh, it isn't? Mm. I mean, I it guess it's been consumed by Christianity. Is this the pagans' fault? Whose fault is this? It's definitely capitalism. Ain't no, well, Christianity no is a capitalist religion. So my thing is, I'm a Christian, <laughs> and I don't what ever, I keep it 100 about Christianity. Or I follow Christ's teaching, and I have, I, people always ask me, and I'm interested in, in Elle also answering this question, like, Knowing the ways that Christianity was weaponized against black people in America, weaponized against our ancestors, like weaponized against queer people. queer people, how is it that we're still Christian? That's a big question. People on social media, it's not that they ask, they ask how to reconcile that. They're not mm-hmm. questioning it. They are also probably Christian or they on the fence of, you know, I've noticed person Christ or I'm interested and I feel called mm-hmm. um, to Christianity, like in these particular ways, but. I have hard pause because of the history behind it. So how do you um, sort of like, what's your relationship like as far as Christianity is concerned? Mm-hmm. And like, how do you reconcile absolutely 
the enslavement of black people and how the Bible was used as a tool of control and also just some of the other homophobic messages inside the Bible. Well, it's definitely a tension for me. Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, I've always placated myself in the experiences that I've been having. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think really early on, I knew like the church was not going to be a, um, it wasn't going to be a place I could stay in forever. Once yeah. I got to about mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, I was like, things are changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this choir stand trying to get my first feel goods on mm-hmm. with whoever is next to me. I, I, they, they kicking me out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being that young, I had to make a lot of decisions that certainly were way too early for me. And so, you know, in a lot of ways, I mothered myself. Yeah. Um, and I don't think people get enough credit for the mothering of themselves that yeah, they have to do when beautiful. mothers don't understand the realities of what their children are experiencing. And so I had to make a choice that in my relationship with God that I was going to base it off of literally what was happening in my own will to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, you know, I understand the weaponizing that was happening, but I also understand the weaponizing that was literally happening to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everyone has a testimony. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the book is coming soon. Yeah. Um, yes. But I think that for me, I really had to... Um, I had to hold on to something. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't have anything to hold on to, I didn't have, I, I mean, I really had nothing else mm-hmm. to hold on to as a, as a young little gaby. Um, you know, God was the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, I wasn't thinking about no white supremacy or no. mm-hmm. I was thinking like I'm a little black girl in the hood who's carrying knives to school because I don't know what is going to happen on my way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I don't necessarily, you know, have thoughts yeah. um, as it pertains to um, the weaponizing of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Do I recognize that in terms of what's happening in the world? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, there's no way for me not to um, think about how anti-black the world is and how the world has literally always tried Mm -hmm. to control black people by Mm -hmm. utilizing any any means, any means available to it. Um, And of course, I think there's always been a philosophical uh, method of Mm -hmm. control. You know, I was just thinking about this article about the last known slave that recently was circulating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, and I'll put a link to that in the description. Please do. The people need to read it because yeah. I think we spend so much time understanding like saviors mm-hmm. um, that it's easier for us to put our faith into people who we've been told about as mm-hmm. opposed to like this omnious being of yeah. like God. Yes. I'm like, but you can't touch, you, you can't, can't touch, but I'm like, y'all can't, no y'all can't touch yeah. Zora Neale Hurston either, but y'all right. love referencing her. Right. And she certainly covered up she had a lots whole, of books. she had lots of books that told mm-hmm. stories, but yeah. this last known slave, she literally participated in covering up, you know, this black woman's story. So yeah. I, I don't know why I'm referencing that. I just think it's mm-hmm. just interesting mm-hmm. who, we believe in and who we don't. And so my thing is, Mm -hmm. 
I'm always going to believe in black people, but I'm also going to always believe in Jesus. I'm always going to believe in God because Mm -hmm. the experiences I've had have taught me (laughs) that I'm a believer. Um, You know, I think a lot of times a lot of people are really ingrained with church. And so because you're Mm -hmm. ingrained with something, you really, you know, I believe in that. That's all I've been taught my entire life is Mm -hmm. to like, you know, Ku Klux Klan is Ku Klux Klan because... You know, you born into it. It's like right. a gang, nigga. Yeah. So, right. you know, a lot of people are born into Christianity and church and Kajik and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. out of, you know, literally like some gang shit. And so, yes, literally. Um, yeah. That wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother would send us to church even if she didn't make it. So yeah. the church band would come and pick us up and we would be there every Sunday because yeah. even in my mom's mind, like, Was faith. Y'all, were y'all Kajik? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the band. Oh yeah, yeah. Them vans. we was always on the van. Church of God. What? Kojic is Church of God in Christ. Always. It means we believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The me, blood was shed for me. me. Yeah. It makes yeah. me think too of how Christianity was forced onto our ancestors, onto um, enslaved people, and then we took it mm-hmm. and turned it into something that was going to affirm who we were mm-hmm. to still stay connected to our cultures, our experiences. And then it also has me think about growing up. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood and my mom and my dad both grew up in Baltimore city. So mm-hmm. all they knew was Baltimore city. Mm-hmm. So literally, shout out to be more. Every single Sunday we would drive 45 minutes to Baltimore. And I remember the drive like clock. Cause I would just look, wasn't no cell phones then. You just look out the window. So <laughs> I just remember all the trees. And then when we got to the skyline of Baltimore, I knew I had to like get myself together, like mm-hmm. wipe the sleep off my face and be ready to walk into church. Yep. And my mother sang in church. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad comes from a Pentecostal family. My aunt is a preacher. My uncle is, used to be a deacon. <laughs> His cousin is a preacher. I mean, my ho- my family is incredibly religious. Yeah. So what church became for me as well was a space to celebrate and to exist in my blackness without being questioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the sound of stockings rubbing together is so <laughs> feels like like home to me mm-hmm. um and that sound is very much like it is time for church mm-hmm. like i don't yeah. know i feel like my mom never wore stockings until sunday until sunday like, oh that was, was the like, thing it was like that was the time to wear that i remember um, the nail polish think, right when the when the together. stocking would steer with yes, tear you, you put that nail polish Claire Nail mm-hmm. I also feel like <laughs> when people ask you, they usually ask you because they don't associate mm-hmm. me with Christianity, but for... Ain't that crazy how people, you know, somebody, mm-hmm. one of my dear, a dear love organizer who I love and support uh, and who also supports me, yeah. told me she she stares clear of my Facebook because I talk about God too much. I was like, ain't that about a bitch? Like, yeah. what God do you think I serve? Right. And also... Why can't I serve God? Right. Like, why can't I have a relationship there? What yeah. is, and why are what you is announcing the, why that you're leaving? Yeah, like, what's that's detracting what's about that to you? Yeah. My, my I'm like, are trans people are not allowed? What if it was actually for me? Right. And as a extension of me, as someone who is interested in me and has some love for me, yes. why can't you take, like, you don't get to, like, celebrate this trans shit and not celebrate all of this. That, yes. Like, this is and every single part of yes. who right. I am and what 
you know, I think I offer to the world, you know? Well, I think for me that comes from a profound misunderstanding of, of God in God's entirety mm. because of the ways that religion is, has usurped spirituality and has swallowed it up. Mm. And I think, like, you know, Erica saying, like, Black people took Christianity and took God, you know, and, affir- and used the parts or, like, that felt affirming or what you say like we just took it and have you ever been to a catholic church yeah have you ever been to a a white baptist church no they don't the kajik in me we wasn't allowed yeah y'all don't even have instruments but it's oh no the organ yes the kajik is like organ and the drums when i went to puerto rico it was a it was like a white english catholic church it was a white person on a guitar and i was so confused they had some good singing what was no 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 that was the singing that was it was horrible (laughs) like i was like wait wait what's happening so that for me was that's why i that's where i felt yeah in church was with with singing and i felt connected i mean gospel music is all r&b is 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 directly from gospel music music. so whenever i was at church i was like this sounds exactly what i go to sleep to every night Mm. this sounds like drew hill this sounds like brandy this sounds like whitney houston this sounds like all of those people but we just it's just about god Right? right, and that's why I think it's interesting what people are like. Oh, um, why? How? How are you black and queer and you Christian? Mm-hmm. I'm like, have y'all ever heard gospel music? Yeah, like have you heard black people sing gospel? Like, right. that is us. It's us. That's not a separation. And that's, that, that's also, my point. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just to throw a little monkey ranch into the into the pit, and then I will let you have your point. All right, Elle. yes. Sometimes I did consider whether or not, like, God was a white supremacist. Mm. Right. Because my thing is, how did we get all of this? Yeah. Like, our world literally, my world has literally been nothing but death and destruction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't understand, you know, and so I think that's also been why you know, my relationship with God is such an essential one because it's a place where I get to ask all questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't ask everybody any old thing. That's mm-hmm. true. Like I can't even ask niggas I'm sleeping with, half slept with, when probably will sleep with again. I can't ask them everything. Yeah. Right. I can't expect them to give me anything, quite yeah. honestly. And yes, there is someone in particular I'm talking about. And if you listening, nigga. Eye dagger. That's true. Five plus two equals seven, nigga. Born 527. So what does that make me? Gemini. It makes me a god. Oh, Lord, have seven. mercy. Five. You know, and seven Dr. is the God's oh, number. Oh, that's true. Five oh, plus two yeah. equals seven. Here y'all black people mm-hmm. go. Oh, my Lord. But, but my yes. whole point is... How could God... The primordial question. Yeah. If God is so great, <laughs> why do all this fucked up shit happen? And I think that's that's my thing. Is like black people didn't see God and affirm... God, God saw black people and got affirmed. Mm. It wasn't the other way around. Mm-hmm. It was like in... God saw black people saw God for who God is and can be, and in the multiplicities of what that means, like in its truest form, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was uh, the same God that maybe white people saw, or from the inception of Christianity, which was a, a, a really a tool sort of created, you know, through the through the 
gathering a certain book to the Bible. Like there's a large part of the Bible called the apocryphal texts that are taken out. Parts of the Bible that say shit like, you know, I think it's called the book of Paul that say shit like, there's no hell. Like mm-hmm. things that are foundational to people's belief in Christianity that just don't, that Jesus was like, it's not really true. real or true. I think that's why black people have such a relationship to conspiracy and, mm. we, and superstition. And superstition. Sure. Yeah. And, yes. and I think, mm, and so we invalidate those considerations as yes. being like not worthy or valid yeah. because we're like, oh, that's so far out there that you are out there. You are, you are. You're asking for trouble. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that still ingrained into us also from that time where black people were, I mean, black people are still being lynched, Mm -hmm. but literally in such a like public lynching was a thing. Like black people didn't want to ask a lot of questions because of the danger that came Mm -hmm. with that. So something about that is just in my mind. The white people who, you know, killed Nat Turner after um, the rebellion in Southampton County, Virginia, um, used his yeah, skin. It was in a seventeen. It was an eighteen. I looked the year up, but it was in eighteen something mm-hmm. in Southampton County, Virginia, Nat Turner Rebellion, and the white people who executed and hung Nat Turner used his skin for purses. And these are people who undoubtedly, you know, pre you know the abolition of slavery, called themselves Christian. Christian. So that's my question. Yeah. The reason why I brought this up is yeah. I, I don't think we're serving the same God. Yes, yeah, no. excellent. And I think that's my my question. Mm. And I don't even know. I don't know why I'm posing a question. I just love questions. I'm really yeah, trying to I answer am. things more than ask questions. So y'all help me work on that. Yeah. But that is the consideration for mm-hmm. me is we're not serving the same God. And no. what and what does big God really think about all these gods that we're serving? Yeah. Because ultimately, I do think God is the great connector. You know, we spend so much mm-hmm. time talking about the connections that we're making here on earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my spiritual beliefs is that once we exit, we got to go somewhere. Yeah. I don't think we just fall out of like nothing. Yeah. You know, like we going somewhere. And so what makes you believe we're going somewhere? Oh, I was just gonna speak to Mm -hmm. the we're serving two different gods. Okay, okay, no. Because white people white people actually took pages out of the Bible and gave to black to enslaved people mm. to say this is the bible you can have because if it kept the say all of its pages oh, yeah. we would have read it and escaped faster jesus but was it, an organizer right so, so the truth so of jesus would have led everybody they, to they salvation literally, right. it's not the same god and salvation just, was always freedom it's always so, yes, right it's always been a tool right. it's always been a tool to manipulate for white people. Mm-hmm. But for black folks, it was forced on us, and some of us took it, because I do want to hold space that some enslaved We rejected the fuck out of that. We're not having it for Christianity. We're like, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. Shout out to all the atheists and yeah. all the folks right. who do not yeah. believe. Right, and folks who follow Oshun and Ogun. Yes. And yeah. Those are also faith. Yeah. Yeah. And let me also just be clear. As a slavery. Christian... Yeah. I believe in all things. I'm not naive to the reality that what I serve ain't what everybody serves. And I think it's so important for people because I think people assume that if you are a Christian, you are a denier of other people's faith. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the reality. Sex is also a qualifier of faith. If your faith is built in sex practices, 
I believe in you. Get your hoe on. You know, I don't, I just think it's really important for people to understand what it means to have a black politic Mm -hmm. and what it Mm -hmm. really means to have a black trans politic Mm -hmm. because, you know, we are out here living other people's fantasies of our liberation. And it's just something that I refuse to do as it, you know, involves, um, not only my experiences, but just the experiences of those that I'd like to consider in my walk, uh, which ain't going to be a forever one, which is why I will always believe. I'm like, child, I'm going to a place. Yeah. And, you know, I hope that place is much better than this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that drives your belief that there is something out there. I know when we place. When we've done. I definitely what think. It's like, what it's been like here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing that holds my faith. You know, there are moments, actual literal moments where, you know, I have been in the need of prayer mm-hmm. and my prayers have, you know been answered mm-hmm. and child they didn't have to be yeah because yeah. i literally you know could have had a different reality of yeah. me literally not sitting here many times yeah um so you know that's the place that roots me in like mm-hmm. ain't gonna never give up on god like mm-hmm. i'm gonna have Experience. questions and i'm gonna probably do all kinds of things that probably fail what um God may be expecting of me, but I also right. am clear about, you know, the calls that I've made and the answers that I've received. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the same thing that kind of guides me to, I don't think you create all of this life for us to just dissipate. Into we're not just turning into smoke and dust yeah. and yeah. sand, you know, something else is happening. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, yeah. but I also am like, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. Yeah. And so if I can believe in tomorrow, I certainly can believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and I think it's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. And I also think that like for me, I've never I don't believe in a God or a Christianity that doesn't include just that doesn't include truth. And that truth mm-hmm. is that truth encompasses, you know, other spiritual traditions like the the i'm reading the quran right now and that's that's a book that i don't i'm very called to islam and i've always been for a very long time i was like a little weird theologian theological child like Mm. i would it was this white person this pastor arnold murray it used to come i don't know who that is but it was called the shepherd's (laughs) chapel like this old white man and it would come on at um like after HBO or something or after Friends on Fox or something I don't know, like late at night and I would just watch it like hella mesmerizing. He would read the Bible on like TV. That's all he would do is he would go over the scriptures and it has subtitles and I would just read the little Bible that I had, you know, with the TV light in my aunt room. I slept in my aunt room till my mom got home from work um, because we all lived together. My aunt, my mom, my sister, my brother, everybody else. Um, and so I would just l- read Revelations and get hella scared at night. Revelations is my favorite, but because it's just so it's that's the Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. It's just so much doom. Only a Gemini would say that Revelations is it's their my, favorite book. It's so dark. What a terrifying just, book! I love it. It was like my horror. It just it was it satisfied all my urges. I was a fan of Genesis for this. For the record. Really? I also love Psalms. I I love Psalms. I love Song of Songs. That's like the more sexual. The Bible is full of sex. But my whole thing is like, I don't, 
my Christianity or my my serving of God can't and can't exclude Muhammad. Like I can't serve no type of Christianity or go to no church that don't acknowledge Muhammad as the last prophet who God also prophesied to. Like I can't go to no church that doesn't acknowledge the existence of bodhisattvas and buddhas and like i just it just won't work for me because again it that's that's a a church that's not committed to truth and and also not committed to that truth is not something as man may or ascribe it's not something that you get to that somebody else gets to say for you it's something that you ultimately get to create for yourself just in the same ways that jesus and muhammad and other countless other even people Oshun, you know, um, Ogun, all of those, all of the people that came before us and myriad spiritual traditions, people whose names we don't even know, people who might be living today, you know, who are, you know, sp- who have that same sort of spiritual sense. Like I don't know, like you just can't exclude that. And I feel like if people really got into the Bible and really got into Christianity, they would sort of see that, and they would see that it's a complex book that was written by people and written in a, a, in a, a historical and a cultural time where there were a lot, there, there was a lot of power brokering by the Catholic church. Um, and just a real desire to control people's minds. So the, it just, a, mm. they just use that, you know, they just use the, the Bible as mm-hmm. one tool and one means for a whole sort of legacy of conquest. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that can't be denied. And it also can't be denied that, you know, the experiences that we have, like, even when Elle was speaking, it's like, God, sometimes I just feel like chooses us. I don't even know, like, if we, like, I didn't have no conscious language. I ain't read Malcolm X yet or nothing like, like, I didn't have no thought. Oh, that was my problem. Yeah. I had read the autobiography of Malcolm X by the time I was, like, 12. Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't read it when Jesus came into my life. It was a very, I never tell people this experience, but I'll tell it on here because I don't really care. Oh, uh, look what happens when Elle is around, y'all. <laughs> y'all get shit you would never, ever get. Y'all get in the game. But no, I was in the car. We was coming back. I know how my family, like, they from the old revivalist, like, Baptist, like, mm-hmm. the falling out and the bless oil oh, and the damn yes. um, that's, mustard. That's the rock. only way. They falling out and getting the Holy Ghost. I think my mom, she I was faking it. They was telling her. <laughs> well, yes. It's short. What's the story? Tell your story. Me and my, well, me, so. Erica fell out yesterday. Similar to what, (laughs) similar to what Elle said is that when I was a young person, when I turned like 13 or so, I was just going to church to hook up. Like I was going to sing in the choir, but it was also to like flirt with boys because it's high key. It was puberty. It was like, who is going to be. See, I made the transition from like. You know, like six to twelve. So you know, yes, it's a different thing when you like. Got it. We grew up together, but see, and I now mean, my hormones are raging, and you got moved, a fat there ass was, nigga. There was a black church that there was a black church that opened in the suburbs, so I didn't have to go to the family church anymore. So we now you could just go to that and church. I was like, oh, these are new people, right? And then lo and behold, I was like hooking up in the parking lot. That's a different story. One time, me and my friends they said, "Do you want to come up here and get prayed over?" And oh, that yes. just meant that they were going to put two fingers on your head and push you back. Now, one thing you need to know is that my aunt Judy would come to our house every, almost every week, and anoint and pray us and with anoint. olive oil, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, there'd be oil, oil everywhere. So I'm used to that. So doing that in a mega church, which that was, mm. which was like 1,300 people, was like nothing to me because mm. I was so used to it my whole life. And me and my friend, my friend Deborah, 
We looked at each other and she was like, we going up there? And I was like, yeah. And we both knew that we were going to be jerks. So we go up there. Oh, no. The preacher puts two hands on our forehead. And Erica put in two pre- hands I'm on I'm putting two, hand, two hands on Ev's It's literally the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I think Ev's about to pass out, y'all. <laughs> and the preacher goes, pushes our forehead. And when the preacher pushes your forehead, oh, it's with force. you are supposed to feel... The anointing, you are supposed True. to feel the Holy Spirit and pass out. It's a transference we of energy. did not feel that. So he go. it's like 16, it's like six people. I there. feel the spirit goes, right now, Jesus. He goes down the line, one person, down, another person, hey, down. Hallelujah. Us, pushes our forehead, we don't move. Pushes our forehead, we don't move. Then he goes and pushes my friend Deborah's forehead, she don't move. Then she look at me and we bust out laughing. Because they didn't have the juice. Like, we are they had. They didn't have the juice. <laughs> they didn't have. In order preacher, to be connected to the spirit, the preacher was mad. That was balsamic vinegar. You must. Soil. You first got to accept Lord and Savior Jesus into your life. This, this is, is what they say and at then, the end of every. Yeah. And then you. Say, and you must also be filled with the Holy Ghost. Which we. If all you're are. not filled with and the Holy Ghost. You and, and you must give an and, offer. and you must give an offer. You must give that ten percent. Yes. Listen, I'm I remember sorry, my first. Yeah, no, you go. Yeah. yeah, keep going, keep going. No, because I just you know I remember, I'm remembering my my initiate my first initiation into the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It was literally like a Holy Ghost lock in with all of the kids. Holy Ghost lock in. It's true. I know that. And that New was Year's? literally, it wasn't even New Year's. I think it was literally just <laughs> oh, random. Oh, it, it, it was, actually. It was Bible study. <laughs> and they told us, like, you know, it's time for y'all to get filled with the Holy Ghost. That sounds like a whole, a whole hookup night for me. Uh, yeah. Child, it was not. The spirit was moving. was moving. The spirit was moving. Ooh. So, well, you caught, the, you caught the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, the spirit was really moving. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing about it also is there is such an ancestral connection to yeah. spirits. Yeah, and yes. although Christianity certainly has been weaponized, there is a lot of adopting of yes. those things that I think we certainly can trace back mm-hmm. to our existence before colonization. Yes. And not only just the ways that we were in faith, but the ways that we were in joy. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's what a lot of my relationship with God is, is, mm-hmm. is joy. Um, and I find no greater joy than, you know, um, celebrating the fact that, one, I'm still here and yeah. that I get to be here as somebody who does still believe in God. Yeah. It's something about unwavering faith for me is that, mm. you know, through everything that I've experienced, it's the one place that, you know, no one can shake. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that is the reason why I'm still here and I will be here until, yeah. you know, God and I... <laughs> make a decision for me not to be you know i think there are many people who certainly have written me out (laughs) but i find great faith in in joy in knowing that god has never yeah um or at least the god that i believe in has never written me out in the ways that that people have yeah Mm -hmm. um so even when my mother may have given up uh i think hope for the child that she desired, you know, God never gave up on me. And so, yeah, it's just a place that I always return to. Um, You know, when, when people are being murdered by the police, it's a place that I return to when movements are not living up to their potential. It's a place that I return to. It's always the place of return for Mm -hmm. me. Um, 
you know, regardless of if the invitation comes to go home to Ghana for, yeah. you know, or, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, whatever. God bless them. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Detroit is a yeah. good place to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you wear a linen suit. We're all black people. We're going to do our commune. We're going to do our commune to Detroit. Okay, let me be quiet. What's the I'm story you tonight. had? When you oh, were yeah. Kid? It's related to this. I think, I mean, I also think as a, uh, back to this idea, like, I, I feel like a lot of people inside of their question of asking me, how is a, a black queer trans person? I could believe in God is also inside of control. It's like I don't get to almost inside this like fake white and like I have to have like I can't like experience yes. the fullness of myself. Yes. Yeah, their like, question has, is inside of whiteness. Yes, mm-hmm. like you yes. must be and yes. you know an atheist or no shade to atheists. I fuck with atheists, but you must maybe adopt some type of radicalism that other people can understand mm. rather than my yes. faith oh, very good. being a part of my radicalism mm. or my radicalization or my faith being a part of how people can continue to fuck me over dog me out and I haven't shot anybody or killed, killed anybody, anybody yet. yet it's Even, like you're black queer and trans there's no way you're Christian too right. that just does not make sense in my schema of how you are supposed to or exist. also how I experience my blackness and I yes. feel like my faith and, and my, my following of Christ is rooted and steeped in my blackness. And I think there's something that black people can only understand, especially black Christian people, about our experiences, good and bad. It's mm-hmm. the it's the blessed oil. It's all the other shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the giving of the tithes. It's your, your, your mama, your cousin, or your auntie, or somebody going broke because they keep giving their money to the church Ooh. that ain't put the damn doorknob or the stained glass still got the bullet hole in it. Or, but they giving their money every... It's, it's, it's Creflo Dollar. It's all, it's all of that shit. Any like, nigga named Creflo Dollar is a... <laughs> right. I'm not going to a, that church. No, that is a finessing ass nigga. I'm not going to. That I church could. I can't Creflo even be Dollar. mad at a nigga named Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar. Creflo Dollar. He got Creflo the right Dollar idea like about a, it. A, a, a black. And he let y'all know. Who just pretty much like a Joe Austin, just get people out oh, there. Oh, it's on television. Was Creflo on television? Oh, Creflo like, was on yeah, television. Jake, he another yeah, from one. the same realm. Oh, yeah. just opened up a divinity school. Oh, right. But all the divinity scholars that went to white school said, "Don't trust in the TD Jake school." I find Why some fault with that. Because I'm like, just because you went to Vanderbilt, bitch, that don't make you more qualified in theology. I'm supposed to trust Divinity School, but not TD Jake. I trust who the fuck I want to, and that's right. my thing. If a bitch only got money. To go to T.D. Jakes College. Hello, I'm going to the Creflo Dollar Divinity Organization. Bitch, and I'm going to be preaching right on the corner, bitch. <laughs> and I'm going to name myself Susie fucking Dollar, bitch. Susie how, Dollar. The fu- fucking Dollar. how the fuck Pastor about it? Seer Susie Dollar, like, prophetess, and, and, evangelist and, and, Susie. And that's where I am with black people also. It's just like, Stop discrediting other black people because That's you had true. some type of holier than thou experience yes. at some white ass place. Like, That's true. Yes. are Jakes ex- is trashy though. To be fair, now my thing is yes. sure, steep it in yes. that, but don't also go over here don't and praise the UU. Yes, yes. Don't mm-hmm. praise Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt is also trashy. So you, yes, can't. Yeah. yeah. We need to divorce. That's that's definitely a thing. Y'all critiques must live everywhere. Yeah, they don't just get to live with black ass niggas who figured out a way to capitalize on this whole fucking system. Yes, I'm not mad at these fucking pimp ass milking black people for their money. I'm not mad at them because. These niggas have figured out how to do something 
that niggas don't get to figure out how to do. Like, True. you niggas used to be giving y'all money to, um, what's the nigga, the 20, the 70, 70 club? Oh, I know what you're talking that about. That wild ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would much rather you invest your fickle beliefs in T.D. Jake's dollar than whoever else the fuck. Like, you going to Joyce Myers? You going to Paula White? Like, no, thank you. Like, but that's a whole nother thing around. My thing is don't invest your money in none of them. <laughs> it's my thing. You certainly can give all of yeah. your money you to the Marsha P. Johnson. Marsha P. Johnson. Institute. You can give all your money to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Oh, yeah. Tell your story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the story is long, damn, damn gone. Maybe that's the Lord being like, you don't even need to let people know. No, but the well, niggas, we want to know the story. Yes. Oh, yeah. maybe God is trying to say, let it let it ride out. God let it live it. with the people. I think people think God always saying something, but God might not even be saying God that. said, I'm tired. <laughs> I've been talking to y'all all day. All right. And y'all ain't been listening. Well, no, I'll tell, tell the you story. the story. I- I come from a family where, you know, we had our own church, you know, West Oakland. We had, you know, my grandmother, my great grandmother was a, a preacher. Her husband was a preacher and pastor and minister. And, you know, my grandmother used to have dreams and she would wake up at night in a sweat with the remembering the like a Bible verse being opened or like just born with a veil over her head. And in and, and black culture, at least being born with a veil over your head. Means that that portends some type of a spiritual gift. What is the story? Erica, you cannot interrupt me telling my story. You cannot interrupt me telling my story, What is the story? The Middle E is feeling some impatience. Yeah, yeah. that's not cool. Yeah. You know, Gemini's. No, you no, don't. Gemini's are, we're run on people. So on. let us run on. Actually, we'll get that's there. That's more indication to me. I ain't telling the story. Oh. Y'all never know the story. Harper, what you think is given? You know, we also will punish the people. (laughs) Yes, I have a very Gemini thing. It's a very Christian thing. No, but I would love to hear the story. I'll tell it. I don't even. I don't even want to tell the story no more. Why? Because I'm telling you the 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 critical. Grandma had the veil. Yes. Yes. This is a critical component of the story. Okay, it better be included. Grandma born with the veil. And see, and I'm not he's telling, not telling the story. I'm not gonna tell the story. We're gonna pivot for the story. But He'll tell you the story after I'll tell sex y'all the tonight. Story. I'll sorry, tell y'all. y'all the sorry, story. I got impatient with you all got the impatient with the backstory. It's I tried to get it out, but you know the I middle e. It may make itself known throughout the. It might the not people. come when you want him. <laughs> oh, but it'll be there right on time. Okay. See? He's an on time. You do. Who yes is. It's also late as hell. It's late. All right. this but this is love here. that right. you're hearing. But this here. this was our this was our episode, our Mother's Day Mother's episode. Day episode. Happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day and religion, which I because I feel like people do go to church on this. Also, day. can we say happy Mother's Day to your mom? Happy Mother's yes. Day, Miss Patty. Happy Mother's Day, Miss Patty. And rest in love to our dearest Sandra Bland. Yes, yes, yes. rest in love. Yes. And happy Mother's Day to Elle's mom. 
Shout out to my mommy. Happy What's your mom name? Happy Mother's Day, Lisa. Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Lisa. Lisa. Happy Mother's Day to Ebony's mom, who Happy I think is going to make an appearance on this podcast. Which yes, I Happy Mother's Ebony's Day, mom Annie. Is Happy Mother's Annie. Day, Annie. And Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy who Mother's was... Day, Annie. Oh, happy Mother's Day to my aunt. All my aunt, uh, to the aunties. Shout all out. It's the aunties. The Where would we be without the aunties? And the godmothers. It's true. And the, oh, happy and the Mother's grandmommies. Day, Aunt And the grandmommies. Yes. It's yes, true. Grand, grand Harper would like to give a happy Mother's Day to all of his loved ones. Yes. And all the pet, the pet All moms. of the people who have pet babies. Pet parents. He's yes. very happy and excited for you to experience Mother's Day yes. with his love this year. And happy Mother's Day to all of y'all, all the mother figures, all everybody out there uh, who's listening. To the, who those dreaming of being mothers. Yes. yes. We love you so much. Who were once mothers, who maybe wanted to be a mother, don't want to be one no more. All of that. Yeah. We celebrate <laughs> all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are annoyed with their kids right now, who make all the damn activities every day. Please go shake something, twerk something. If you yes. got some badass kids, get you're trying massage. to oof, get a lot of massages. A lot. Get one from your special yeah. bay. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Or your all. special toy. Yes. Yeah. Hello. We love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. I hope that this was affirming and, yes. and also thank y'all for having me. Of course. Of course. I'm yeah, so honored for being here. I'm this so excited to yeah. talk to people I love. No, no, that's some game that I, you know, that it'll come. I think that was the Lord. Well, the Spirit intercedes how it intercedes. And um, yeah, that's just what that is. I won't go. We'll my... talk about it we'll after about... this is off. We'll can, talk can you about say it. a fun fact about what you want to be potentially in the future? What you mean? A preacher. Oh no 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 no! We won't talk about any. I feel like we heard so much about. <laughs> we did. What, you just never say that that's your family. Yes, yes, me and Elle, we've talked about <laughs> it. We're going to seminary. I don't know what. Sometimes I think, well, I can't have all the sex or. Do all the fucked up shit. And That's get not the, true. Uh, you know, wreak revenge on all my enemies and all those things. Like, I can't. <laughs> I do know. That. I'm reconciling that that yeah, part. It's like, what can you know what I mean? Like, is I that a Gemini know. thing? We always want to wreak havoc. I want to do you know with yes. abandon. You know, it's I don't true. know if I can do all that. It's but God keep calling me. No, God keeps calling me back from doing. Yes the things that I would like to do. If yes. God keeps calling me back from doing the things that people have done to me. Yes. That yes, don't mean amen. that people... Never mind. I'm be quiet. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We love you. We Thank love you for you. listening. You know, share, like it, comment, share it with your family, listen to it in the car, wherever. Oh, yes. Let us know, y'all listening. Um, let us know what y'all thought. We'd love to hear your, your thoughts and opinions sometimes. And come I mean, say hi to me at Soul Free Dreams. Yes. It's my birthday. I would love to receive lots of birthday gifts. Yes, yes. we'll have the Venmos <laughs> and the Cash Apps and, and the And a link to Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. Institute. The Marsha P. Johnson Institute launching in June. Bye. June. Bye. <laughs> to the folks who are mourning the relationship they could have had with their moms, to the folks who are told that a mom connection only looks one way, to the folks who have to pretend to get along with their moms as they nurse painful wounds, to the folks who have to hide their whole selves from their moms, to the folks who fight to be seen as moms, to the moms who navigate mental and or chronic illness, to the moms navigating addiction, to the moms navigating postpartum, to the folks who don't get to be with their moms today due to the carceral state, to the moms who have miscarried, to the moms who have regretted abortions, to the moms who haven't had the chance to be moms yet, 
to the stepmoms, to the ballroom mothers, to the folks praying to be moms one day, to the moms who stay at home all day coming up with activities when they rather rest, to the moms who are mourning children, to the moms who lost their lives to medical racism or police brutality, to the folks who are misgendered by being called mom and are searching for a new way to be affirmed, to the folks who don't know their mom, to the folks mourning their mothers today, I see you.